up if you prefer on episode 31 or would you guys prefer the GSP what the hell are you talking about I'm sorry but (laughs) I I just I caught the other half of that I just was like (laughs) I I was giving us some um, what uh, acronyms there the GUP gaming update podcast Uh, or the uh, you don't like that we've always been the GUP so we've always been the GUP we can be a GJP, the Gamer Gestures podcast. What is the news this week? What do we got this week? We have—I don't even know what we have because we 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 took a week off because, as you know, after E three things kind of slowed down a little bit. So you might see that going forward. You might see us be on a bi-weekly basis until gaming news picks back up in what around September usually. About then. Yeah, because I know summer's usually a slow month for the most part. Tell that to so, June, though. But we'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So jumping in, we're going to go right away with Mortal Kombat. I believe you, well, we'll go with your uh, gaming. Uh, we'll start off with your, um, what did you have? The gaming sales? Yeah, well, we had, well, I was just talking about June. So June, well, in general, <sighs> Mortal Kombat. I'm also Mortal Kombat 3, wow. Mortal Kombat <laughs> 11 <laughs> is uh, so far the best-selling game of the year. That's across all platforms, of course. And uh, in the, for the month of June in general, we saw, we had, of course, no surprise to very many people, Mario Maker 2 coming out on top as the most uh, as the top-selling game of June, which is kind of impressive because it only had a few days of sales counting towards that. And then right behind it, Crash Team Racing, racing in at number two. And uh, what was number three? I kind of forgot what number three was. Number three. I believe you said Grand Theft Auto, didn't you? No, it was Mortal Kombat 11 was number three. Grand Theft Auto 5. Jeez. Grand Theft Auto 5 after six years are still number four. Most sold game. <laughs> four. And then number five is Minecraft. Hmm. So... I mean, the only new two new games this month were Super Mario Maker 2 and Crash Team Racing and even the rest of the top 10 filled out the same way. It was like, uh, you know, Mario Kart 8 was somewhere in there, and uh, NBA 2K19 was somewhere in there, and, you know, a lot of uh, the heavy hitters. So yeah. that was it for June. But also, uh, speaking of sales, you know, Ubisoft is claiming the top-selling PC game of the year. Some news outlets are reporting it as saying they're claiming the top-selling game of the year. So that's where there's kind of some confusion. That's what I was reading, and but anyway, that's all I got for sales. Sales this way, and then of course, uh, you know, as you could, could predict, you know, Switch is on top because you know we're at the end of the consoles life cycles of the PS4 and the Xbox, so that's the trend you're going to see the rest of this year. So we got going back with Mortal Kombat, uh, with the game out doing really well. They're going back to the movie route. And the Mortal Kombat movie that we talked about a little couple weeks ago on our podcast, I forget which one, the movie is going to be R-rated, which I don't know why the first two movies they did way back in the early 90s weren't, because it's Mortal Kombat, but this one they're doing it right, and they're following it R-rated, and it's going to feature iconic fatalities in the movie. We have Joel Talos, Taslim, Taslim, Joel Taslim is playing Sub-Zero. Hmm. So that's one of the first roles we have popping in. And so far, I think he looks like he can make a pretty good Sub-Zero. 
I think though, um, the tonight I have to I have to pull up that to to see what he's gonna look like here. But I think to go to your earlier point about why in the '90s the movies weren't rated R is because a lot of rated R movies did not perform very well at the box office that around that time, especially ones that were based on video games. Actually, I don't think there was any rated R video game movies in the 90s that I could think of off the top of my head. I could be wrong, but I mean, I'd have to go back and... But um, you were... The demographic who was buying that game was, you know, uh, teenagers and, you know, kids. And I guess, yeah. yeah so that was back. they didn't want to lose that audience strict. making it an R rating. Now so much it doesn't matter because you know, now, now we're all 30 and, you know... So. Same audience. <laughs> one watching it yeah so now we can get into an r-rated movie yeah well jumping on uh what was the next thing you had on your well, list? well i wanted to talk about the nintendo switch uh now has revisions coming up speaking of we're talking about sales and things like that uh this is gonna be huge for the holiday season especially for the younger kids nintendo switch Lite just got revealed last week and that was the much-rumored Nintendo Switch Mini that they are talking about that was removing pretty much everything that makes it a Switch. Like the, you know, the being able to detach your Joy-Con. So this basically, it, 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 it's going to look like a, a bigger version of a Vita, basically, at this point. And uh, so that really encompasses that. And they're selling it for $199. So it's going to basically be, it's also basically going to be the 3DS replacement. Because they're they're silently they're not they're saying Nintendo's being Nintendo saying we will support the 3DS as long as there's a demand, har har har, um just like that, and uh, you know it's going to be the last holiday season that Nintendo 3DS is going to be on the market, so they're going to sell another maybe two million 3DSs maybe in the next year or two, and once those sell out, then that, that's that's going to be completely done with and it, as it should be because it's what, 240p on the, the the 3ds yeah so it's almost 10 it's, it's nine years old so i mean like <laughs> it's time to retire that bad boy and then they also um i mean there's a lot of good games on the 3ds but they ain't making any more from so there's no need to really support it anymore i mean they never dropped the price on them that's the problem well, they had a lot of price cuts on the 3DS, though. They, right now at GameStop, still... you can get one for 129 bucks. No, I just mean I mean the games. I'm still waiting. Oh, the games! Oh, yeah, the games. Years? Of course, I'm still waiting games. on um, a link between worlds to drop down. Yeah, you have to see uh, that drop in price. Well, maybe one day. But then they also uh, a lot of people were speculating that there would be a pro version of the Switch, but that's not coming yet. They did announce like two days ago that there's going to be an updated version that has a better battery life. And that was pretty much like the... <laughs> well, it was pretty much the thing with it. It's a better battery life. So it's kind of um, kind of like, you know, how they do with the, all the other consoles. Like, when, you know, when, uh, when PlayStation, uh, you know, when PlayStation 3 went from being like 60 gigabytes to 120 gigabytes and so on and so on just small upgrades here and there until the speculation is that they will have a pro version right around the time a little bit after the ps5 and xbox scarlet come out because they're not going to compete as far as you know they're never going to be in the powerhouse race again but you know if a lot of third parties are going to want to still be putting games onto the switch they're not going to want to downgrade them to 
you know, 30 frames per second, maybe 60 if you're lucky, 1080p if you're lucky. You know, they're going to want to, so there's, they're going to have to at least be pushing out constant 1080p, 60 frames per second with the Switch Pro when that comes out. So, but that's a couple years away. That's all I got for that. As far as the uh, Switch news, I thought that was exciting. I I think the Switch Lite's going to do very well this holiday season. And uh, that's all I got with the Switch news. Hmm. Okay. So... We'll transition over with uh, keeping with games. I have a few small gaming details I'll go in. So fans of Final Fantasy VII have spent three years working on porting and translating the game Final Fantasy VII Before Crisis, the game that follows events before Final Fantasy VII. The game can now be played in RPG Maker 2003 from their port. Wait, they should do what? I'm sorry. What was that last part you said? I completely missed that. The game that they ported can now be played in RPG Maker 2003. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, that don't make sense. But now it makes sense I hear it. So. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those days. My brain is just in another world. Uh, but what else? we have a lot of Final... Do we have more Final Fantasy news? Because I feel like there's something that... Uh, I feel like Final Fantasy has been something that you know has been... Well, obviously, we know, of course, 7 is on the, you know, the 7 remake is on the horizon. Yep. Nothing really as of this moment. There's no more news, major news. It's in the works. It's coming out. We have the release date. So we'll find more probably towards holiday. They'll probably start launching trailers. But as of now, that's from E3. It's mostly what we talked about already in our podcast is all we've had so far. Nothing new yet. I was not sure because I know with San Diego Comic Con, you know, this weekend, I didn't know. Well, usually, I don't. They want. They usually don't have a presence at Comic Con, but you know, stranger things have happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought there's a pun there somewhere. Uh, oh, speaking of stranger things, I mean, we can talk about that. That's what they said. Stranger Things three was one of Netflix's most most streamed shows. Yeah, I mean, the memes are going crazy. Everyone says that they uh, binged the entire season in one day. And I guess with season one and two big, three was really hyped. So everyone's hyped for four already. But they can't I... smoke cigarettes no more. Hmm. Did, I... you see, did you see this controversy? Like, people are complaining that, you know, there's too much cigarettes being hmm. shown on the show. That even though that was, you know, smoking, you could buy those cigarettes in the 80s. You could buy cigarettes from those little pool frickin' tab machines where they're those big bulky machines. They had the little twisty knobs and you pull them out. They were in every bar. They were in every grocery store. You know, you could, huh. your grandmother would be like, here's five dollars. Go, go get me a pack of cigarettes from, from the, from the, from my meth dolls from the, for the pool tab machine. I don't know what the fuck they were called, but. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I gotta say, I've still haven't started episode one of season one yet so i haven't watched any of you know i i wanted to like it so badly but i didn't like it i couldn't get into it for me the first few episodes i thought were too slow moving and maybe that was the point but i gave up on it i was like no this ain't for me i think i'd like it but i haven't gotten around to watching it yet but yeah no that's another thing you know um that's another thing i was gonna say you know cigarettes they're trying to, to definitely out not outlaw them but 
I guess they don't want to influence, because Netflix has a lot of young people, they don't want to influence them to be like, oh, hey, smoking is cool. You know, and vaping wasn't a yeah. thing back in the 80s, so... But anyway, yeah. I digress. Moving back to yeah. our more important topics. <laughs> yeah, so I have few little details, not much on them, just little things that are being added. Borderlands 3, they're pushing really big with their new trailer and all of their content they're adding. They're really pushing for their theme of together togetherness. Togetherness without crossplay, though. Because didn't they say crossplay is not coming at launch? Um, Was that Borderlands 3 or did I mistake it with something else? Don't remember. I'm, I'd have to look up. I'll get back to you again. What I what they mean by togetherness though they have every they're really pushing their co-op mode like all these special skills they have even when you play single player they build in the co-op mode with AI to follow you around they have special kind of abilities you do it's all meant to be played with the friend they're really trying to push for people to get out and play this on as a group. Well, I mean, first of all, I feel like you're gonna force me to get it. <laughs> Number one. I have it on my Gamefly waiting. Actually, I do have it on my Gamefly, but I don't know how they do new games. Are you going to get it at launch? That's the question. The for what? I'm sorry, you said am I going to at launch? Are you going to get it at launch? That's the question. You know, maybe. It really depends because I know they were really big on the Twitch integration of that game. Yeah, that's why I want so, to get it on launch for the Twitch. And, you know, that's... And I found out in the last week, the last couple of weeks... If you get a game that's popular on launch on Twitch, people are going to tune into it. Uh, you know, if, Especially yeah. if you're one of the first people, they're going to be on you. But then as it you becomes know. popular, it kind of fizzles out a little bit. You know, Your views will fizzle out. But when I, got yeah. Mar when I had Mario Maker 2 the first couple days, oh my god, my streams were lit. Yeah, everyone so. wants to check it out, see what it's all about. But yeah, with that Twitch integration, if people are getting it, and if they, we're talking about... I don't remember what podcast it was, 23, 24, 25. One of them, we we're talking about, you know, how if you find something in the game on the stream, your people who are watching you are going to get those same items yes. custom any to their level. Rare, the rare items you find. So it won't be junk. It'll be any rare item you find. While you're watching on stream, the people watching get a code that they can use in their game just by watching us. So by watching us play and grind things out, you can get yourself a free gun by doing absolutely no work. No work. And that's Come the way off of us. Well, you know, that's in general. Uh, there's a lot. There's some games that are very big into that with their Twitch loot drops and things like that. And, you know, when you do... I, I had to watch someone do a 35-minute a speed run of Raymond Legends or something to get a free copy of the first Raymond game. And, you know, so that's becoming a big thing. You know, I, I know it's existed for a while, but it's really starting to become more of a mainstream thing. I know Ubisoft is huge with it. Uh, I feel like EA is kind of on that train, but I could be wrong. And yeah. uh, speaking of EA, I'm surprised Apex doesn't do more with, you know, in-game. Well, I don't know. If you look on their Twitch EA Prime page. EA and Apex have problems. We'll leave it at that and move on away from them. Their servers are currently down and they're unstable. But it might be game of the year. Mm, doubt that. I don't <laughs> see that. I, think it's, I, I don't think it'll be game of the year. I think it'll be like battle royale game of the year. But I don't. I mean, but I think it's probably at this point, it's probably one of the contenders because there's. I mean, that's another topic for another another podcast. Hey, I want to get off. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring it to the debate show. So more news. Uh, we got Overwatch 
So they're bringing in a new addition to their game, bringing in role queuing so you can bring better balance to their team. So you can now select the team, the person you want, and they're going to queue you in and put people together the way it probably should have been, the way usually big MMOs do it. They're going this route. So you'll have a healer, you'll have a tank. It won't be like five DPS people and no healer, or it won't be like four tanks going in there. Hmm. They'll actually have a little bit more balance to their game coming in. I imagine this is a good thing. I've never, I still have yet to play Overwatch. I'm four years behind on it, and people keep bugging me for it. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> I mean, I have my ups and downs with it. It's, it's people love it. It's a great game, but I, I get sick of it a lot. So that's it's fun. a lot of games. With I get a little bored of it a lot. All right, we got. What do you got next? I say well, you got. Um, a few little, they have um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is going to include Piccolo, Gohan, and Vegeta alongside as Goku as playable <laughs> characters. I, in my head, I just heard you say Vegeta. My head heard Vagina, and I'm like, what? <laughs> We're going to save that for debate. This is PG. We're going to skip that. Thor, director, returning for the fourth <laughs> Thor movie. So Marvel has not done much to detail their plans for farther Marvel Cinematic Universe's movies after the uh, release of Spider-Man Far From Home. So presumably this is going to be getting like um, getting their new timeline set up after the Avengers, now this new Spider-Man. This is going to be setting up the new kind of timeline that's going to be coming out. We already know they're getting Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and now um... they have confirmed Thor. Four. Uh, are you saying it's ending? Which? What do you mean? You said the the after this movie, it's they're slow ending because they have what movies out till twenty twenty two. Well, because they had all their movies and they were originally following the original timeline, and now since Avengers Endgame ended the original kind of the way we saw it, these are all now a new type of heroes stepping in. This is. So I'm surprised to see Thor getting a fourth movie after Endgame. I I am surprised. You know, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, af I mean, after the events, I it, it would have you know concluded well there. But in general, these movies make so much money, and there's so much material they can base these things off of. Well, that's where they're not ending the movies. They're ending the original, like they were getting all new people to come in and replace the roles as new superheroes stepping up. So they're going to continue the movies, but they're going to, like, there's no more Iron Man. They're replacing a lot of the old people, like Captain America. He'll be out and all the original heroes, and they're going to be new people stepping over, taking their place, continue the movies but with different roles. Well, I mean, I think they, I mean, it makes sense, I guess. Now, when you talk about, when you say it that way, it makes a lot of sense because then you, like, you still have, it, it, this is something they, they've they done before, too. No? Yeah. They, they've, I mean, they've, it, it's, I lost my thought. I was going somewhere with that and it sounded so good in my head and now that I said it, I was like, fuck. Fudge sickles. But Fudge sickles. What did you have moving along? You have something else? I do, yes. I have. We have Nancy Sinatra is in the house with... Uh, well, I have a couple things. Well, one of them is the... Uh, I know we were just talking about before the stream went on. We Grand Theft Auto, there was a 
if you're not, guys, if you didn't see this, you all should watch it. There was a video that went viral from Grand Theft Auto, and it basically involved the short version is it was a plane that you know skimmed over a, like a, a gas tanker truck, and then someone shared it online and it it blew up. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, the video that is it blew up because there was world leaders. I think one of them being from Pakistan thought the video was real and they were they were commending the pilot for their intense bravery and being able to control that situation. And it just kind of made people look like a fool because they thought it was real. Which, you yeah, know, is kind of a conversation piece. It is breaks. bad when it's leaders, world leaders, who are the ones jumping on that. No one's doing research anymore. Well, that's the, well, this is a thing going forward, too. Now that we're moving into the next generation, you know, and, and 8K gaming is going to start becoming a thing. And graphics are going to look even more beautiful and realistic than they've ever looked in the past. These might be things you see going forward, like people questioning, is this real life or is this from... You know, is this this is a cinema thing? <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's it's kind of scary to think about. Like, you, in a way, like that's gonna mess with people, especially if they don't have knowledge of video games and they see, you know, something. Oh, this might get, you know, this is real. It's not real, but we know it's not real. But I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting conversation piece. Speaking of interesting conversation pieces, I had the question of the week. Which was the word I asked people on Twitter and Discord, and what was the worst kart racing games that you've ever played? Because Racing with Ryan is coming out on November first, and if you all don't know Ryan, he makes more money than most of us will ever make in our lifetime. And he's like a seven-year-old kid that does toy review videos on YouTube, and he's got his own show on Nick Jr. I don't know what the show is about, but the video game involves kart racing through his imagination i'm i'm not literally not making this description up and uh so you know <laughs> it's terrible but so it add me so i asked the question what were some of the worst kart racing games and now i lost the people who answered i lost their names but i wrote down some of their answers a lot of people were saying you know nickel the recently released nickelodeon kart racers was one of them and i could absolutely 100 percent agree uh, there was no there was no crash team racing on there. There was no Mario Kart on there. It was just you know your common what was it Nickelodeon Kart Racers. Somewhere said uh, Garfield Kart was another one. So those were the that was the question of the week. Hmm. I can't say my favorite. I don't really have a least favorite or the worst one, but favorite ones definitely Diddy Kong Racing. I want Diddy Kong Racing to come back, man. It's been too long. It's been way too long. But that's all the things I have. I have. We went through every. Oh, way. Yeah, that's everything I got. Because the only other thing I had was, uh, you know, stuff about a Lord of the Rings MMO through Amazon. But I figured you would have a lot more information on that. Yes, I'm about to. I have a few more things to go over. So I'm going to. Uh, I'll pull up a picture here to get. So the new 
Amazon Game Studios developing the new Lord of the Rings MMO. They're working on this game set from J.R.R. Tolkien's Middle Earth. Uh, the game, which currently doesn't have a name yet, it's going to take place in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, of course, and it's going to be unrelated to the film's upcoming Amazon Prime series that we've talked about. I forget. I don't remember. We should write these numbers down. We should write about the Amazon Prime series is coming out that's going to feature young Aragorn and his journey during the Third Age. So this is not going to ha it's going to be unrelated to that completely. So we're not sure where it is going to be or when it's going to take place yet. But the project is being jointly developed by Amazon Game Studios and Hong Kong based Technology Holdings Limited company that owns several studios including the warframe developers so you can look at uh it'll be interesting to see how they go about doing this according to a statement with leo one of the creators um it's going to be a free-to-play live service game in the project while amazon brings its team of mmo developers including a team that's working on an own uh its own title the new world I'm but glad you explained this now. because I, I was confused when I first heard about it. It's always like, I don't know how the hell this is going to work. So, Well, they've done, there was Lord of the Rings MMO before, so they have some database to go on to make a new game. So it could be they have something, they're not starting from scratch, and it'll be interesting. Amazon, they do pretty well, so I'm, I'm hyped for it. I want to jump in, and I want to, I've been waiting for a new MMO. I'm hoping they go old MMO routes, not new MMO, where they take all of your skills and build your class for you. I hate that. But I feel like they're going to go the opposite route of that. I feel like because you hate it, I feel like that's the way they're going to do it. There probably are because that's where they put a patch. World of Warcraft's doing it that way. Star Wars Zild Republic changed their game to do it that way. Diablo 3 is doing it that way. Every game's doing it the way that I dislike now. Yeah, but it's just it's to piss you off. It's to get you under your skin. All right, what else I you know. got? Because we got just a couple minutes. We're at almost under our wire here, so what else yeah, we got so on the agenda here? Pull up this really quick here. Drop my picture. So, The Witcher. We talked about this a while ago, Oh, too. yeah, the uh, Netflix. That just Did that just debut, yeah. or is that coming out? It's had its very first trailer for the Netflix. So, so it's not out yet. Here. It's not out yet. It is um, November, I believe. And they're saying this is more based on the book series and not the game series. Yes, right. it's more based around the book, which was the original lore for the game. Well, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out as far as... Uh, yeah, what? so I don't... I guess I don't have much to talk about. I'll go on to my next topic while we play this trailer here. I'm just, I'm looking at because I haven't seen the trailer yet, so this is my first watching of it. So one second, I do have to. Oh, look, it's Hercules. My, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like. Notes are behind trailer here, so I had to switch it over quick. Sorry. Always so, my good. next news. Always good. <laughs> VR is making getting finally getting a lot of big games. They have some pretty cool new games coming out. The first one, the game's called Phantom Covert Ops. I was showing the trailer earlier, this video. Um, so 
it's pretty much a phantom game. You sit down and you put the Oculus headset on and you start off in a lake and you're a kayak and it's kind of uh, you paddle, you fight. It's all in kind of like a lake building. There's a second one, Lone Echo 2, a game in which you're a robot floating around in an abandoned space station while communicating with the captain. This is the game I'm showing off. My apologies. This is Lone Echo 2, Stormland. And then the third big VR game, I didn't write down the name. I was still, I was still watching The Witcher. That looks, fuck, that looks amazing. Oh, yeah, it wasn't. I was like, attention. Oh, but there's so much going on there. Damn. Yeah, so Witcher's gonna be really. That's probably the most hyped one right now. Dead silence for the win in the bottom left corner. Woo woo. Uh, but <laughs> no. But, yes, um, the Witcher indeed. And you got forgot the most important one. There's a VR game where you play as a cat, and. It's a being funded on Kickstarter right now, and I know nothing else about it. 